think it's hard for anyone to talk about their struggles, right? It's hard for all of us to do that. It's hard to talk about them publicly. It's hard to even do that, especially if you're in the healthcare system where you know how important it is and how people have so much faith in it. And to say, hey, we are struggling and the system is straining, that's a scary thing for anybody. But more and more healthcare workers are doing that, including our next guest. Heather Haberly is a cardiac intensive care unit nurse in Calgary and has been speaking up, writing about her experiences there. Heather, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Tell me, Heather, what made you want to take the step, I know it's a hard one, to, to talk about your struggles like publicly? Um, to be honest, I had signed up for a writing workshop with the Calgary Public Library in partnership with CBC. Um, actually, just as my own kind of personal therapy, <laughs> I find writing to be quite therapeutic. And so I did this workshop and then the leader of the workshop had encouraged me to publish my story just because it was kind of at the forefront of the public eye. So yeah. it was through her support and encouragement that I shared it. You said that you find writing therapeutic. Was this something that uh, you found yourself turning to more and more? Um, well, I, I suppose throughout life I've had ebbs and flows where I journal more or less. Um, and I was employing all of, the, uh, all of the coping mechanisms throughout the pandemic and writing started to become one of them. And having a workshop where it was a lot of really unique individuals speaking about their struggles was also a pretty cool experience because it kind of reminds you that we're all going through things and it was um, a really supportive environment. What's your job like, Heather? So I don't work in the cardiac ICU anymore. Um, So do you want to know about what it was like or do you want to know about what it is currently? (laughs) Well, tell me about what it was like, I know, because you've written quite a bit about that. Yeah, so it was incredible. I worked alongside some pretty extraordinary people. Um, The the teamwork was quite dynamic. It was fast-paced. There was always something exciting happening, but it was kind of at the heart of humans and no pun intended it was really working with people who had sick hearts um, and keeping them kind of from that tipping point of the brink of life and death and and everything in between but it was a really nice balance of critical care with patients who were also alert and um, they would be able to talk and interact and so you did get a lot of really special interactions with them as well. What what happened though during the pandemic? How did you how did your job change? How did the system change, do you think? So COVID really put a strain on teams that were already kind of working at maximum capacity. We were dealing with staffing challenges, overcapacity issues, care was redistributed and our teams changed. We were we were redeployed. We had teams that were redeployed to us and they were extraordinary nurses, but the skill sets were mismatched. So they'd come and they weren't necessarily trained to work with our cardiac arrest patients. And um, oftentimes the staffing ratios felt unsafe. We didn't always have enough nurses, especially when we started, uh, when nurses themselves started getting COVID or, you know, new policies would come in on, on sickness. And so if you, if it was allergy season and your allergies were acting up, but that was also a symptom of COVID, you were not coming to work that day. And so it was really interesting to see how that piece of the pandemic, um, the, the staffing was really just 
um, strained. It was really quite scary and terrifying to be caring for sick patients who need you, who are kind of depending on your knowledge of them and their disease trajectory to be at the bedside. And, and all of a sudden you're asked to leave and care for someone else or multiple patients because you don't have enough people on your team that day. What, what do you see happening to nurses and to nurses' mental health? Well, I think that there is definitely a lot of coping mechanisms being employed and nurses are stressed. They're kind of at their max. We've had some people leave and go to other areas of nursing, uh, myself included, to just kind of take a little time out from that critical care area. And I think that um, nurses are a pretty resilient bunch and we have a really strong support network within each other. But when you dismantle our teams, we, we struggle. And so nurses are struggling and we are, are really wishing that this would have been something that was seen before the pandemic because staffing has been an issue for decades. And I think that the hardest part of going into um, any sort of healthcare situation and going to work in the day is thinking that your organization doesn't have your back. And that is what is really hard for, for me and my mental health is just the long-term commitment to, to an organization that maybe tries to have your back, but really doesn't hear what you need. Do you think this is happening all across the country? Yeah, it's absolutely happening all across the country. You look at Ontario nurses and their staffing shortages. You, uh, Manitoba is having a hard time recruiting nurses and bringing nurses in. And I, from what I hear in BC, it's not not great either. So, what what do you want people to know? Like when you're communicating with them about the struggles that are going on out there, what is the most important thing you want people to take away from that? Well, firstly, that. We, your nurses, really love our job and we are doing our best for you. And so when you're frustrated that things are taking a long time or that we haven't had a chance to answer your questions, know that we're trying our best. And what I also want them to know is that we need to demand accountability and transparency from our leadership, whether that's our healthcare organizations or our government. And if we're channeling dollars towards healthcare programs, what we really need to see is um, a clear breakdown of where those dollars are going. And maybe healthcare needs to be a little bit more democratic. Maybe you need to let the, the nurses, the worker bees, the ones that see and feel and understand the problems uh, maybe they need to be part of the decision-making process because right now they aren't. And I'm not sure how that works across the country, but in Alberta, we are not part of the decision-making process. We do not have a formal way to give feedback to our superiors. We do not have a way to impact how leadership decisions are made within Alberta Health Services. And I think that we are the ones that understand the problem the best. I think nurses in every province would probably agree with you on that one. Listen, Heather, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Thanks for the time here.